Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Colony Drop, a Gundam podcast. My name is Brian. My name is Isaac. This is your favorite podcast where we talk about Gundam from the movies to the OVAs, the anime series, and, of course, the models, Brian. A.K.A. Gunpla, one of our favorite pastimes. Absolutely. I'm going to say that building models has kind of gone hand-in-hand with almost every series I've seen just... Each year, every passing decade at this point, <laughs> I've just enjoyed the models. How about you, Brian? Yeah, I agree. There's, there's building a model is so much fun, right? It's so interactive. It's a lot more fun than uh, getting an action figure. And I, I do love action figures. I have way too many of them. But I think when you get a gunpla or a Gundam model, you remember it more, right? You don't just buy it, take it, take it home, put it on a shelf. Your blood, sweat, and tears go into making that thing. Um, and so I feel like it's it's more memorable, and uh, if you put enough effort into them, they, they look pretty neat. So It also gives you more flexibility in an action figure, of course, right? Because you can customize the hell out of a, uh, a Gunpla. <laughs> yeah, so many more options are open to you, you know, with the Gunpla. You can repaint the whole thing, just part of it. Um, you know, you can make it look completely different. You could beat it up and make it look all weathered. You can combine it with other models to just kit bash it and make it... A completely you know use it as a base and the, the end result will be something completely different um it's kind of like legos but for older people <laughs> i guess so although nobody's ever stepped on like a gunpla piece and like you know screamed in pain with their bare foot <laughs> <laughs> i don't know some of those ones can get pretty pointy yeah there you go <laughs> All right. Well, today we're actually going to talk about our next five gunpla projects at least our sort of brainstormed vision that we have in our heads. Things change. Sometimes you can't get a model. Sometimes, you know, a project goes on the back burner. But these are sort of our, our top five ideas kind of churning in our brain. Right, Brian? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to list my five in in terms of increasing interestingness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Interesting. Interesting category ranking. All right. So <laughs> we'll go from bland to wow. <laughs> yeah, from bland to wow. Well, how did you, how did you rank yours, Isaac? Mine was actually a bit more, I wouldn't say random, but I put them in categories that were kind of independent of themselves. So, you know, one's a a type of suit that I almost never am interested in. The other one's very gun-focused. One's technically not a suit. It's a mobile armor. (laughs) Um, One's something sort of a, a mashup or an upgrade, I guess, of a type of suit. And the other one is a mobile suit, but it's very focused on, like, um... I guess it's accessory, I guess you could say. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Kick us off. It's it's like diversity of projects that I wanted to give myself. But kicking us off, in no particular order of importance, this one is, I essentially just want to buy it and build it. I don't want to add on a lot to it, really. Um, I just really want to focus on getting it done well. As you know, Brian, I'm not too big on the Gundams themselves compared to like the villain mobile suits, right? Mm-hmm. But... This one always stuck out to me, and it's from a controversial series, driven by a, uh, piloted by a controversial pilot. It's the Gundam Providence from Gundam Seed. Uh, yes, our, yes, our our big turtle backpack, spiky turtle doom Gundam <laughs> <laughs> that shows up at the end of the series. <laughs> piloted by Mula Flaga, or not Mula Flaga? Sorry, Rada Crusay. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Accuse Mula Flaga of being in that beast of a Gundam. 
uh, I get confused them for one obvious reason, which we'll get to <laughs> when we actually watch the series. <laughs> I mean, I just always liked the Gundam Providence because not just what it was a villainous mobile suit, a villainous Gundam, but they actually really kept a lot of the Gundam colors. If you look at it kind of closely, they're a bit darker in tone, but for the most part, it's the Gundam colors. It looks like heroic Gundam. They just sort of maybe villainized the face a little bit and the uh, a spiky backpack isn't doing it any favors. But I always thought it was pretty cool. And I'd, I'd really like to have one. I think that is a very underappreciated suit in the in the seed timeline um, from like a design perspective because it's not in very many episodes. It's in what, two max, I think? Towards yeah, the end? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty much only in the final battle, I think. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a shame because, like you said, it it's kind of it reminds me a lot of the of the GPO two from uh, 0083. Oh, interesting. Because um, if you remember, the GPO two also had like darker shading on it, right? And I feel like the Providence has that as well. And as same thing, like you said, with the face, it's a little bit meaner. I don't know if they gave it like a a sterner. I don't want to say smile, but like the mouth line. I, I don't know. It just looks more more sinister a bit and um but beyond that you're right it, it keeps the gundam colors which is which is weird because it, it definitely looks like a villain that's really what sold me on it <laughs> because since i'm not too into the other main gundams which are all driven by heroes this one was clearly aesthetically designed to be you, you know upon closer inspection clearly the villain's mobile suit yeah absolutely i want a master grade i'd kind of put all my power into it to make sure it looks like the as seen on TV version, <laughs> and then, yeah, that's that's really what I'm going for. I want to get as close as I can to the actual Gundam Providence, having it built completely, you know, as accurately as I can, and I think I'd really be happy with the finished product in my mind, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Master Grade Gundam Providence? Pretty sure there is. Saw with my own two eyes, at a <laughs> as a Barnes and Noble, and I you didn't. You are get... right. You are right. There is one. That is quite the box holy crap <laughs> it's a bit dramatic <laughs> well, it's a smidge um but i like it it looks good yeah wow I'm ready to destroy huh. earth with genesis <laughs> <laughs> so brian what is on your list what is what is the number one or i guess number five i should say what's the bland on your list <laughs> of five the blandest idea is to just create sort of as seen on TV version of of, of the 8th MS team. And oh, the I have whole team. Yeah, because remember, oh, wow. I, I think I may have talked about this in, in our Gunplay episode or maybe it was our How to Get Into Gundam episode a long time ago, but a long time ago, back when Amazon was selling off it, all of its like overstocked Gundam inventory that was like the US versions of the Master Grade kits that came out back when uh, Master Grades were actually being distributed like uh, with English instructions and things like that. They were selling all the, the 8th MS team suits for like real cheap. Uh, it was like $10 or something like that. And so I got all of them for, you know, wow. 30 bucks, which is great because normally each one is like 30 bucks, or at least back then. They might, they might be a little cheaper today. but And they're older kits. They're from like the early um, 2000s or, or like mid-ish 2000s. Um, but they're all master grade and they're all really solid builds. They still hold up pretty well today. But for that price, you can't beat that. Uh, so the only thing I really need, like I have, I have two ground Gundams and an Easy Eight. Uh, the only thing I would really need is I would really like to get the Goof Custom in there, the the Norris Packard Special. Wait, are you including him in the Eighth MS team or no? Well, you, I would you're... like to, you know, I think I had two two ideas. You either 
have the the HMS team looking up at him like on on that building <laughs> thing that he's he comes on. out. <laughs> yeah, they're on yeah. they're on a coffee table and he's like over by the TV. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're... oh shit, he's on top of that. He's on top of that fifty inch. <laughs> Yeah, or, or they could do that pose, you know, where he's holding the Easy Eight hostage in front of the rest of the team. Oh, that's cool too. <laughs> yeah, so I would really like to do one of those. Um, that would also give me a chance to do something I've never really done before, which is trying to weather the suit. You know, Ooh. out of the box, the the HMS team suits—they're very, they're very white, they're very plain. And if you watch a show, you know they're 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 more beat up than that. So you, I, I feel like those you really got to rough them up to make them look kind of more like the show um so that could be an adventure that i've never really done before yeah let me ask you this not to jump in your brain but would you like buy like some type of tank or apc model and sort of kit bash the little hover tank yes that, um, yo, yes okay cool. absolutely <laughs> and i have gone to my i will tell you that uh, whenever i whenever i go to michael's i always yeah. and i guess maybe not everyone has a michael's where they live but michael's is like our like california's local like craft chain i guess yeah yeah every time i go there i look for like something that looks like the hover truck i've never found anything you know exactly right um but i'm sure people out there have some ideas of how to make the hover truck i would also in addition to the hover truck i would also need a gm head to to put on one of the one of the ground gundams Uh, and that gm head is only on the ground gm so if anyone has an extra ground gm head (laughs) from their ground gm master grade that they don't want anymore please send it to me (laughs) you know what i mean maybe you'll be able to 3d print it or something just since it's the head or i I don't know ebay or something (laughs) yeah oh that's a cool project yeah man you really like hms team well i think it's a great show and then you know with that price how do you how do you pass that up um (laughs) With savings like this, how can you not get the eighth MST? <laughs> I have I have way too many gunpla. I'll I'll throw that out there. But I also will say that I've gotten a lot of good deals on on some of the ones that I have. So yeah, you gotta keep your eyes open. Yeah, <laughs> keep your eyes open. All right, what's your number two, Isaac? All right, my number two. This is what I call like my gun project. Okay, because this mobile suit, like I think in my head, I'm gonna spend the majority of my time focused on the gun itself. Mm-hmm. Calling this a Gelgook sniper. Ooh, now, I like it already. In my, yeah, <laughs> in my head, I envision sort of a maybe an orange or light red Gelgook. Not Char. Okay, not Char. <laughs> Wait, He's hold on. Traitor. You can't do. You're gonna <clears throat> teeter on. You're gonna teeter on Char if you do light red. Okay, it'll be watermelon. There you go. <laughs> watermelon. <laughs> right. Well, Almost if it's watermelon, a- will you put little black dots on it too? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it'll be like the shell casings or something. <laughs> yeah, a little green trim. <laughs> okay, I imagine this this Gelgoog, it's like, I don't know, it's like their specialized sniper or something for like whatever side story I have in my head. And I, I almost want to design a gun that's like over 12 inches or something. You know, it is just a sniper rifle that I kind of kit bash. You know, maybe you can like glance at it and you'd be like, oh, okay, he took like a gun from here, you know, a barrel from there, blah, blah, blah. You know, he, he put like a reactor on it or something from like this model. And it's just like this awesome looking gun that this Gelgook sniper is using. So I just envisioned this massive, long gun. <laughs> <laughs> Freud is grinning at me. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, there's so many jokes I can make, but I won't do yeah. that. <laughs> This is a family show. Because I don't, because I don't click that button on YouTube when you upload that says like this is only for adults. So 
<laughs> Anyways, that's my vision. Like it will be wielding a gun essentially twice its length. <laughs> but it's that's pretty awesome. Will the gun have a stand, or is this for like a space uh, suit? Or I envision it in space, but a stand might be required. Maybe I'll use like clear plastic beams to kind of make the stand so yeah i just think it'd be awesome to have like a mobile suit that's just focused on just the big gun i don't think you're gonna get anyone arguing with you that big guns aren't cool so (laughs) are there any big guns that you're taking inspiration from for this not really originally i felt like maybe a double zeta gun but then i was like no and then i thought well i I really can't rely on the gundam guns like you know the buster cannon or anything like that because They're just, they're too heroic in a way, or they're too, <laughs> they're too colorful for a Gundam. This, yeah. this to, to be very Xeonic, it's going to have to essentially be one color. You know, Xeon only uses weapons that are essentially all black or all gray. Yeah. I, I think the closest thing would be maybe the beam bazooka that some of the doms use, the space mm-hmm. doms. Yeah. But, but that's, again, a beam bazooka. This thing visually has to look much more like a, Almost a, a mega beam particle sniper rifle, if you have can you, imagine something like that in your head. Have you seen uh, Gato's big gun from his uh, custom Gelgoog? That might be like a smaller no, version it, of what you're looking for. Maybe, maybe, but no. I think there's a, a rifle that in one of the pocket the, the Gelgoos uses, but it's... It's not the length that I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, no, this I don't think this was in the show. It, it, it's only oh, okay. in like some art, and I think they may have included it in the Master Grade Gelgoog for um, for him. Maybe that's what you should do. Maybe you should pick that one up as a base because it has that gun already included. Maybe I should and just build on top of it. Yeah, yeah. God would earn my respect. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, yes, here. Here, this is what you want. I think I see what you mean. That long yes. gun with like wire underneath it yes yeah that's actually close but mine's bigger <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> but this is a, need... this is a perfect thing to build off of you you would need to you know augment it'd be like gato's gun but if it you know worked out for two years there you go. <laughs> pretty much or i don't know gato's gun but they like stripped a moose size like beam cannons to like slap on it or something like that well maybe that could be the the in-story explanation for why it's so big Pretty much. I mean, maybe it was a point at Xeon at the war where they, they just figured, you know what, we've got a lot of damaged blue sides laying around, strip their guns off and stash them to like uh, some type of beam rifle and just hand it to our snipers. <laughs> I like that explanation. I think that would, I think that would, go, I think that would work. But I sort of as an, a tribute, I guess, to our, uh, our recent playthrough with the Formula Wars, I kind of really liked how the light red Gelgoot looked in that. So I think that was yep. Charles, like Major Charles. But. Yep. So my number two is also a sniper. It is a <gasps> GM Sniper Two. My oh. my my love, my my favorite <laughs> one year war suit, the GM Sniper Two. I just think that thing looks so cool, and I just want to make the best version of that that I can. Kind of like you and your Providence, you know. I just really want that one to yeah. kind of shine, like it came off the factory floor, like when you. <laughs> Because uh, sometimes you build a model, and then you look at the at the back of the box or the side of the box, and in, in a model's case, and you think, "Man, I mine doesn't look very good at all compared to the one on the box." Uh, but but this one, I think I would like to try to you know make make it look better than the one on the box. Um, so it's going to require a lot of nice bright white paint, 
but I really want that green visor to really, really shine and shimmer. And uh, it won't be as big as the sniper rifle that you're planning for your Gelgoog here, but it'll be a, a respectable, <laughs> uh, you know, a respectable weapon here. Maybe it should have been. Maybe then the gym snipers would have lived <laughs> instead of getting massacred by the Comfort. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that the GM Sniper 2s that were massacred by the com- the Kemper, that that was not a good showing. 100% agree. Didn't didn't uh, <laughs> didn't win any awards. But the ones that were piloted by the the White Dingo team, I think those those fared a little better. So maybe we should we should focus on the White Dingo team instead of the the poor the poor showing in in 080. You uh, know what? I think that visor really makes it, right? Like without the visor, they're just mooks. They're just run of the mill. <laughs> grunts for the cannon fodder really but the visor is such a cool part of them yeah i think it's the visor and it's also the the color scheme there's no red and it's just it's the 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 bright white and the blue i think that looks very simple and clean color scheme and then you put that visor on it and it just it's you know it's perfect yeah sets them apart from the um the run of the mill gms with the the red little tank top they all run around in (laughs) Uh, what's that term in 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 Star Trek? Right? Is it the red, red shirts? shirts? Yeah, the red shirts. <laughs> Is that a coincidence, or do you think they put they made the the, the gyms red as a reference uh, to that? I, I can't imagine Star Trek was that big in Japan, but I'll say it's a coincidence. But also maybe it's just like a visual, you know, quick visual since Xeon never had anything that was red and white, except for Charles's Gilgoog in Formula Wars O one twenty two. We know how that ended. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not well for Charles. No. All right, what's number three, Isaac? <laughs> number three, this is my mobile armor pick. Yes, I know they don't sell this, at least not in the size that I want. And yes, I know that it's going to take a lot of, I don't know, 3D printing printing or plastic warping to actually get the shapes <laughs> I need. But I would really like a master grade size Noya Zeal. It would be awesome. It would be the talk of the town of the Gunpla <laughs> community. <laughs> It would also be enormous. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you got me there. But you know, it, it's conceivable. You know, it's just a matter of engineering, planning, and logistics. <laughs> the Noya Zeal, as awesome as it was, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of it. Right? How has it not shown up in side stories or anything like that, or you know, brought back in a, a future series? You know, because. Full frontal and um, Neo Z on the sleeves. They brought back a ton of mobile suits, more or less. Well, how come we never saw Anoya Zeal? That was like the perfect time to see Anoya Zeal again, but we never did. So yeah. I I pretty much wanted back in the same colors as Gato mm-hmm. had, just your typical Zeon green. Or I can't really think of a customization I'd want to give it. Like, yeah, nothing really comes to mind except, you know, Gato's Noya Zeal, which comment below if you disagree with me, that was the peak of old type mobile suit design and capabilities. I feel like that Gato's Noya Zeal got us as close as a new type could get to using, you know, bits and funnels because he, I mean, his little arms and stuff were on wires. They, they more or less let him attack as like funnels and bits, but, um, yeah, after that, everything sort of just switched to, you know, the nice stuff was only for new types. And Gato, we've never heard that he was a new type. He's an old type. But he really sort of was given the, you know, the uh, the best racehorse, I think, as far as old types <laughs> could have. 
Yeah, I don't think this thing needs any customization. It is just imposing enough on its own. Looking at, I'm looking at some models of it right now, and when you when you stop and see it in a still, versus it being very sort of busy in the animation, it's it's pretty intimidating. And um, trying to figure out how big this thing would be if you if you did a master grade one. There is a one by four hundred scale uh, right. model of it. And it comes with a small GPO-3. And it looks like Noiseal is about five to six times as tall as the GPO-3. So if we assume that the GPO-3 in master grade scale is about seven to eight inches or so. Right. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be a three foot tall. <laughs> three, to, three to four foot tall thing. Uh, that would be <laughs> pretty, pretty damn impressive if you could pull that off. And it would look damn nice because it would. It not would. that many of them are around. Yeah. You'd have to put that like on the top of your entertainment center or something. Pretty you know, much. Like yeah. in a big flying pose. Oh. Or, or maybe uh, <laughs> hang it from your ceiling. Hang it from... <laughs> it'll need like a steel cable to hang from the ceiling. <laughs> I'll say this also about the Noia Zeal. It was the the peak, the pinnacle of mobile armor technology. After that, they were all kind of done. Well, you had the thing that what uh, the, tra- the transforming mobile suits? <laughs> no, no, no. What, oh. what the uh, the Neo Zeong that full frontal head? Oh, uh, that thing was so weird. I mean, <laughs> we'll get into a unicorn episode, but like that thing, like. You needed a mobile suit to get into that. So it was like a mobile suit for mobile suits. I thought that was so weird. It got too meta for me. Yeah. There was a lot of space magic in that in that show. Yeah. It would be like what it'd be like watching cars and like Lightning McQueen like gets inside of a truck and like starts driving somewhere. Don't give Disney any ideas, okay? Yeah. Too late. Oh. All right. Yeah, that that would be a massive uh undertaking. But I like it. I like where your head's at. Thank you. And I want to see it. And what is what, what is your number three now that we're moving from bland to I guess faint grin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three is I've always wanted to do something that involves like you know they have those those fun stands for funnels or bits where they're all like uh, connected via either plastic or wires or something that are clear, and so you can pose all the the funnels and in, in around the mobile suit. I've always wanted to do that. I have the master grade high new. Um, high new. Yeah, so I really want to really want to put that together. You know, paint it up all nice and, and get that pose going because it has those uh, pretty cool looking um, funnels with the I think the blue the blue part the the blue uh, beam effects. If it, I forget if it comes with those or if, if you have to buy them separately, but I know that someone sell someone out there sells them. So yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. It's a pretty big suit too, so I'm gonna need a, a big a big area to display all of these projects. <laughs> you know what? The high new, like I really like the design, don't you? It's the white and the purple, they look so good together. It's I don't know. It was it, I almost wanna say it was maybe peak of the Gundam evolution. I agree. And I, yeah. I've always liked it same same reason. Totally agree. There was a peak as well. I think, and I think that was kind of the the point, right? I mean, it was Amro's yeah. last suit, so close it out. Yeah, I have a hard time describing the high new because if you look, the the new Gundam itself is a pretty good design, but I think if you when you see the high new, you're like, oh yeah, that one's better. <laughs> you're like, of course, 
<laughs> like, yeah, that, that's way but why don't we send this out to combat? <laughs> <laughs> the, the high new has been redesigned a few times over the years, but there's still like the very first master grade I think they put out of the high new was like kind of weird looking and people didn't really like it. So they, they made a, a different one a few years later that looked way better. I, I'd even go so far as to say that the, uh, the high new was more peak Gundam than the unicorn. Like the unicorn is almost too specialized. The unicorn's cool. Don't get me wrong. I really like the design. It's a little gimmicky, though. Yeah, it's it's a one trick pony. Doesn't really have the Gundam colors. It's got that transformation thing going on, which is neat. Don't get me wrong. I like it. And right. the whole psycho frame frame is is neat. But I feel like the high new is just like you said, the peak, the pinnacle. It's got everything all in one. I don't know. It's always struck me like a looks like a pirate or something. The the funnels make <laughs> kind of look like a cape. The way it's angled or something is, is just really good. Um, it's really intimidating. I like it. it's, it's it's intimidating for a Gundam, but it still looks heroic. How about that? Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, <laughs> considering it's Amaro's last suit, it had to look heroic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the white and purple is pretty unique. I don't think we get that combination very much. Yeah, true. I can't think of Gundam Bale was similar uh, yeah. on purpose. I think that was a sort of an homage. But High New clearly did it better, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's a bit of a callback. I, they probably did like a sort of a compromise. Because on the one hand, it's sort of a callback to what Tomino wanted with an original all-white Gundam. And this thing's pretty damn white. And they gave it enough color, I think, to make it um, a bit interesting of a look. You know, it's I never knew Amuro was much of a purple guy. But, you know, they put his little unicorn on it. So... <laughs> Oh yeah, man, his Zeta was purple too, so white and purple. Yeah, but yeah, and a, a note, a note to listener, <laughs> a note to listeners on um, on the high new. So there are two master grades for high new. So there was the original one that they released was in two thousand seven, and that one just I don't know, it has funky proportions. It doesn't look like the high new to me, and so I think Bandai knew that as well, and so they released a newer one, uh, redesigned by um, Hajime Kitoki in 2014 and that's if you're going to get a high new master grade i would highly recommend the one from 2014 not the one from 2007 they look very different in my opinion and only one of them looks like the high new so get the 2014 one all right isaac what's your number four all right my number four bear with me this is just the project name it doesn't completely match what you might think in your head the domdom is my number four (laughs) Dom, it's the Domdom? The Domdom. Like a Dom and a Gundam. It's the Domdom. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So as you know, I love Doms. I think they're probably one of the, the coolest designs that come out of Xeon. Um, this one is sort of a much a mashup of a Gundam and a Dom, but it's more of a Dom turned into like a monster mobile suit. Like like if Xeon put like funding specifically into a Dom being like their, their sort of counter to the Gundam, like, what would it look like? And it's this. So I vision it as, you know, a much beefier-looking dom. Like, it's got kind of a more busty <laughs> busty <laughs> shoulder pads and chest and all that. It's still got the huge legs and all that. But I also wanted to have sort of a, a dendrobium-type backpack. And, like, this is, you know, for whatever happened, whatever side story or alternate timeline, Xeon turned the domdom into, like, their 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 trump card. Their eight, or, oh, I can't use that word anymore. <laughs> they're, they're, they're ace in their hole. They're ace up their sleeve. The card up their sleeve. 
so yeah, I just picture this as you know, what would in the eyes of Zeon, what would they make their hero Dom look like? And it would be this. Can you code name it Busty Dom so that when people type that into Google? <laughs> sure, we'll go with Busty Dom. It'll have chest <laughs> cannons. <laughs> I might have to check the uh, adults only for this podcast. There you go. The the pilot will be um will be a woman called Polly Darden. <laughs> Our first female ace. <laughs> oh, and she'll, will she team up with the Gilgu with the really, really long gun? Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Together, they were unstoppable. <laughs> there you go. One goes in the front and one goes in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Color-wise, uh, I feel like it should sort of be a um, a call-out to all Xeon colors. So there's going to be a little bit of you know aggressive red in there. A lot of the green, but also some purple and, of course, gold. How how much of a dom is this? I assume being a dom, it has to have dom legs. Yes, it's got the legs in the face, but the, okay. I think the shoulder pads can be a bit more, you know, over the top. And the backpack, of course, is very over the top. Yeah, but visually, you look at the face and you'll be like, that's a dom, or at least a dom base. Can I make some suggestions? Do I it. think, because I know you love uh, the, the gun bottoms. cannon, sort oh. of, like the... <laughs> The you know the the double eighty three gun cannon I'll call it, the GM cannon yeah um, the GM cannon two I believe right um, not the not the simplistic simplistic no. looking GM okay. cannon one but the, the GM cannon two on the moon. yes <laughs> <laughs> Do you, but I also think that what's pretty defining feature of the Dom is that bazooka like you mentioned earlier yeah so what if you had like the Dom bazookas but as like a Dom cannon with those bazookas I love that. It, keep, it keeps the bazooka, <laughs> but it gives you the flexibility to have another weapon, too. I don't know. Could be cool. That's awesome. And it actually, like, you know, would show that Zion was kind of taking notes from the Federation, right? They're like, okay, we need to see what's working for them and maybe borrow some of it. <laughs> this gun cannon over here is kicking our ass. <laughs> Put some <laughs> cannons on our suits. You know what we need? We need a suit that has cannons on his shoulders. <laughs> you think the first time Zion saw the gun cannon, they were like, son of a why didn't we think of that? <laughs> like, okay. Apparently not, because the Black Tristar saw them and didn't think much of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I, I feel like for the shoulders, I feel like you got to get some, like, Zaku spikes in there somehow. Maybe. I mean, there should be spikes. Maybe there should be, like, the Dom's version of what spikes would be. Mm. So they might be a bit more angular, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, if it's going to be sort of a Xeon hero unit, a domdom. They have to have spikes somewhere. You know? <laughs> the busty domdom. I love it. Yeah, but it can't. It can't look like a dom and a, a zaku mashed together. It has to more, look more like, you know, Zeon saw the Gundam and then said, "Okay, take some of a dom and let's make our own match." And then yeah, got it. So you don't want it to look like a a chimera. I'll call it. No, it's not going to be a chimera. It's going to be. If a dom was almost, you know, taken by like all the good engineers in the Earth Sphere, what would they do to upgrade it into like a hero unit? Yeah. I like it. I want to see you. it. Thank you. Thank you. You have what such is a grand ambitions. <laughs> I mean, go big or go home, right? I mean, <laughs> there's no limits to our imagination. Brian, what is your good? 
<laughs> we're not at wow yet, but we're more <laughs> good or impressive. Oh, okay, my good, my good slash impressive is I think I've mentioned this one before. Is I want to build a display of the members of the Chimera Corps, and wow. the reason why I like the Chimera Corps is because most of the people, most of the pilots in the Chimera Corps, all have custom suits with like weird paint schemes, and uh, I just think if you put them all together, they would look neat. And so the Chimera Corps, for those of you who don't know, it's a sort of an ace pilot, anti-new type squad formed by Cassilia Zabi and this guy named Hugh Kelvin uh, near the end of the One Year War. And there's a lot more info now about the Chimera Corps to, like today than there was you know, 15 years ago or whatever when I first learned of the Chimera Corps. And I think that's because there's an ongoing manga series right now called um, The Return of Johnny Ryden that is delving like really deep into the Chimera Corps lore. Um, Cause before I remember back in the day, it was just this sort of ACE pilot corps formed by Cassilia. And I feel like there wasn't too much else out there about it. Um, but now there's way more members, um, you know, known than there was back then. Uh, but usually the members of this uh, team pilot Gelgoogs or Gelg, either the, like the high mobility type, uh, which is the one it's basically a Gelgoog with like a space, like a, a better backpack for space. Um, or the Gogu Cannon, which is basically the high mobility type, but with a, a cannon on the on the on the back. Um, but to give you some some examples of the different colors, yeah, there's Johnny Ryden. He has a uh, a black or he has a red and black one, uh, which is similar to Shars, but his is a deeper red, and the black stands out a lot more than Shars pink. So if you imagine Shars Gelgoog, where Shar had like the maroon, Johnny Ryden has black. And I just think it looks way better than Char's Gelgoog. Um, so I really want to build that one. Uh, there's a guy named Thomas Kurtz. He has this sort of very, like, I'll say, like, real-world olive green version of it, uh, which is kind of ugly, but it's pretty unique. And he has, the, he has the cannon one, so he's got the cannon on there. And he's got these weird, like, I don't want to call them decals, but these red and yellow stripes in certain areas, which is pretty unique. There was two two cyber new types on the team. One of them's name was Uma Lightning. He has this pretty neat one that's like sort of a, a, a white and black base with uh, really light blue shoulder armor and like leg armor and and uh, like forearm armor, which is pretty neat. It definitely looks more like a a new typey looking version of the Gelgoog. It's a little bit more customized than the other ones. Uh, and they sell a premium Bandai version of his kit because you can't really just paint a normal Gelgoog into Uma's. His has some fancy-looking leg armor and, and a, like a different head and stuff like that. Um, so if you really want the Uma Lightning one, kind of got to shell out for that premium Bandai or try to do it yourself. Whereas the Johnny Ryden and the Thomas Kurtz, you can you can buy the... There is a Master Grade Gelgoog Cannon. It's a little old, but there is a Master Grade... Uh, Gelgoog version 2.0, and I think they even made a, a newer version of the Gelgoog Cannon, uh, but that was also premium Bandai, so that one's kind of expensive, but it, it does exist. Uh, and then one final one that I looked up, one of the big characters in that new manga, uh, his name is Jacobius Node, and he has one of the craziest <laughs> paint schemes I've ever seen. It's, it's very similar to the Thomas Kurtz one, that's like an olive green version, but then that's only half the suit. And, I'm, and when I mean half, I mean vertically half. So you got one half that's olive green and like light green. And then the other half is like zebra stripes, but vertical in, in black and white. So it's this sort of like two-tone looking suit. And he has kind of what looks like a Dom 
bazooka cannon on his back. So it's pretty neat. I really like it uh, because it's weird. But the point is they're all different. They're all eclectic. And I think what I want to do is build them all, put them together, and then print out a big version of the Chimera Core logo, which is a Hydra. Uh, and it has this motto on it called Revenge of Eid, which I, which I don't think has ever been explained. Uh, but I just think it would look pretty huh. pretty neat. And so there's probably other ones in there too, but those are the probably the four easy ones to go look at. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's going to be like a whole little... I don't know. You could have them fight the ATMS team once you build <laughs> Oh, man. The ATMS team wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> I don't know. Shiro's pulled off some more impressive things. I mean, need to remind you what he did when he was in a ball. <laughs> That's true. He's going to, although he only beat, he, you know, in air quotes, beat Norris by tearing off his own arm. He's going to run off, run out of limbs to tear off if he wants to beat all of these people. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we don't see too many chimera core type gunpla so having them all together would be pretty awesome i think yeah it's also going to require me to, to buy all the master grade gelgoogs that exist i'm going to have way too many <laughs> gelgoogs by the end of this probably but i mean they're pretty awesome anyways <laughs> <laughs> i can lend you one when you when you you know we'll make there your you um, gelgoog sniper an honorary member of the chimera core there we go that'd be pretty awesome yeah, yeah. he'll be i don't know he gets deployed or or um What's it called? Uh, reassigned sometimes, depending <laughs> on the needs of the uh, the Midnight Fenrir Core. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad that you wanted to paint it orange or or uh, watermelon. watermelon. You could have called him Long John Silver, and he could have oh, had like a God. like a silver <laughs> silver paint scheme. I can't because silver's too close to like Federation colors. <laughs> oh, that's true. It would never happen in Zeon. <laughs> like, <laughs> the mere suggestion would get you shot. <laughs> <laughs> They'll shoot me out of that sniper rifle. Probably. <laughs> That'd be a cool death. Okay. All right, Isaac. What's your wow factor? I don't think it's my wow factor because mine is categorized differently. This one takes me back to the Xeon roots. This is almost more of a, um, to an extent, a backpack project, sort of. There's some customization in this. I'm calling it my high-speed Zaku. Now, it's supposed it's a space type of game. But I envision it having like a really like long backpack, not so much like, you know, like a weaponized one, but like just tubes and like, you know, casings and things like that behind it. And it's got maybe some fins or like little space wings or extra veneer thrusters on it. It's a high speed, high attack type Zaku thing. My head is pretty cool. I've always liked how external tanks looked, but I always just thought they were a really cool look to it. And it really, you know, depending on how they're designed. It makes the model look faster. <laughs> it's like painting it red. It's like putting go fast stripes on it. <laughs> yeah, there's that episode of the the Simpsons where Homer Homer makes a model of the nuclear power plant and he puts racing stripes on it and he wins because of that. That's kind of what I imagine are going on your Zaku racing stripes. Yeah, something like that. I wouldn't put stripes on it. I think it'd be I think it'd be mostly green with some maybe yellow and um yeah, I just envision like lots of propellants, like almost like a a train, almost or a uh, a helix of of propellant tubes behind it, just giving it a ton of speed. Like maybe this was an experiment. Like Zeon was like, "All right, we're gonna lose the war unless we make our mobile suits faster." And then like an engineer said, "You know, hold on to your hold on to your hat." And then he showed them like what he built. <laughs> I like it. I want to see these this helix yeah. of tanks. Maybe that's yeah. what you can call it the Zaku helix. 
There you go. Yeah, but weapon-wise, nothing too fancy. This whole mobile suit, it's not about an experimental weapon. It's not about, you know, upgrading its armor or anything like that, sensors. They just wanted this thing to be a speed demon. So what Zaku would this be based on? You said a space-type Zaku? Yeah, a space-type. I'd want extra vernier thrusters on it, just so like it would go a bit more faster. Hopefully some big boosters on the back, too. But... um. Overall, yeah, it would just look like somebody made a Zaku, standard Zaku, and just decided to give it the boost, boost, boost. (laughs) I'm really curious to see your design for the wings, because I don't think we've seen a Zaku with wings. No, we we haven't, and they're not too useful in space, so maybe I wouldn't use them, but I picture them sort of more as like the the guff high mobility types we saw in 8th MS team, those sort yeah. of purple ones. Something along those lines. Yeah. I like this. I like this. All right, Brian. I'm, the suspense is killing me. <laughs> what What is your wow factor <laughs> level one? My wow factor. project. <laughs> My wow factor is probably the, the most ambitious on this list. Most of the things I've said so far you can do with just buying the normal model and and maybe some minor customization. But there is one, and I've talked about this on a different episode, but there is one episode of Gundam Evolve that has three Zeta Gundams fighting a mobile armor. And all three Zeta Gundams are sort of customized. So one suit is piloted by Amuro in a white and purple Zeta Gundam. One is piloted by Shin Matsunaga, who is, uh, in, in Gundam Evolve, he's referred to as the Grey Wolf, but uh, he, you may remember him from the One Year War as the Zion Ace pilot known as the White Wolf, who had like a white Zaku uh, and a white Gilgoog. But here he pilots uh, a Zeta Gundam, customized Zeta Gundam, called the Grey Zeta, but it's not actually grey. It's like uh, a yellowish gold color. I think it has the anti-reflective beam coating, kind of like the Hyakushiki. Huh. Uh, and then there's a third Zeta Gundam that was meant for Johnny Ryden, but it was reassigned uh, to another girl named uh, Yuri uh, because it was new. It was a new type suit, and obviously Johnny Ryden is is not a new type. And that is a red Zeta. So you have these three really different looking Zeta Gundams fighting this ridiculous looking mobile armor. It is a giant octahedron that <laughs> <laughs> stay with me that can uh, that can transform into like a mobile suit kind of like the psycho gundam but with like stubby legs and it's very pyramid looking uh it's just very strange i've never seen another mobile armor like like this thing it's called the geminis uh also called the blue rose it's piloted by six new types has a bunch of different weapons it's got like arms that it can kind of remote control you know big beam weapons and then it has these small mobile suits that it can send out called hostas. The suit controls the little mobile suits via its uh, Saikamu system. And uh, it's just pretty crazy. But anyway, the point is I'm going to build the three Zetas and then hoping to create some sort of like, you know, I'll have to custom make this octahedron looking thing. I, there's no way I'd be able to make the no transform mobile armor version but i can definitely make the octahedron like that's doable right that's just a geometric shape i could do that and and (laughs) paint it or whatever but that would that would go kind of either behind them or or you know in the center they'd all be flying around it or something anyway quite out there but if if you've never seen that gundam evolve short go look it up because that that mobile armor is just 
so ridiculous. I would, it's just cool because it has its custom zetas uh, in in the episode. So I would even go so far as to say it's almost non Gundam of a mobile armor, right? <laughs> it is, it's like yeah, I don't even think they ever say what faction it's affiliated with. Man, it looks like a um, I don't know something out of forty k, like Warhammer forty k, like the Necrons would use this, or it's <laughs> like a Borg, oh, like from Star Trek, the Borg, like would fly around in this. Yeah, I could see that. For it's sure. it's very alien in design, which I don't know, maybe that's what they were going for, but yeah. Yeah, Gundam Evolve was it, you know, a weird, a weird time. People were experimenting. <laughs> things got weird. Things, yeah, <laughs> things got real strange. So. So I guess I should know. You can buy those three Zetas. The Amuro Zeta is a normal kit that you can pick up. Uh, it's probably it's you know it's going to be an expensive kit. Zeta Gundams in general are a little bit more expensive, especially you want the version 2.0, which I think came out in like I don't know the mid two the mid 2010s or so. Uh, there is a really old Master Grade Zeta. Uh, don't get that one. That one has a lot of problems. But there is a Zeta Gundam 2.0, and then in addition to releasing the normal, you know, Camille version of the Zeta Gundam, they made the Amuro version. They also made these other two, the Red Zeta and the and the quote Gray Zeta. But the the Gray Zeta and the Red Zeta are premium Bandai kits, so those are going to be pretty expensive if you really want one because they're. I don't think they like make them anymore, so you have to just pick it up on eBay or something. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Zeta, little Zeta Alliance. <laughs> yeah. It's just really, you know, I thought it was a unique uh, short, right? Like, we don't see a lot of Zeta Gundam team-ups, right? And I don't know why. I think it would be a cool area to mine, you know? They've never made a, an OVA out of, like, that short or, like, the Gundam Sentinel sort of era. Like, the Grips conflict, I feel like, is ripe for some, some OVA side stories. But, you know, for whatever reason, they don't seem to want to go in there. But Well, we've had Origin done. Hopefully, we'll get the... Uh... The original series redone, and maybe we'll work our way up to Zeta, and then from there there'll be like sort of a Zeta batch coming out or something yeah. like that. That'd be pretty cool, right? There must have been so much stuff going on with like the Titans and Neo Zeon and shenanigans going off in the corners. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that the the, the Amaro Zeta. I mean, I I believe that's because he's working with that Resistance group on Earth. You know that we oh, saw yeah. briefly Karaba, Zeta Gundam, right? Karaba, but then yeah. he, we don't really see him the rest of the time. So there's a whole you know. You could, you could do a whole side story about Amuro working yeah. for Karaba. So I think with you know with Zeta Gundams and transforming and and uh, we did get to see some of those in uh, Unicorn a little bit. You know with the the Delta Pluses and and all that. But um, I think there were in that one episode. I think there were some Zeta Plus Zeta Plus C ones. I believe. <laughs> you know what? Now that we're done with our list, thinking on your list. I think I'm most excited to see actually see the 8th MS team with the hover tank. Like, everybody there. That, <laughs> that'd be, like, so cool. Like, your experimental ideas and stuff, those are cool, too. But, like, I don't know. Something about the 8th MS team, seeing them all together along with, like, Elador and um, Mikael in the uh, in the tank would be so cool. <laughs> it's the it's the small tank that, that does it for you. Not, not the octahedron <laughs> mobile armor. You want to see the hover tank. <laughs> Anybody can throw together a uh, a mobile suit from a box. It takes skills to make a hover tank. But you can do it, Brian. We all believe in you. All our fans. Hover yeah. tank 2021. <laughs> yeah, you'll notice that all my projects involve like multiple suits, so this is going to cost me a fortune. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I stick to like one thing at a time that I can focus on. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. I'm like, no, I'll do these eight things and I'll do them all yeah. at the same time. God, I don't think you've even finished the painting of that board game that you bought, <laughs> the dungeon <laughs> one. No, I haven't. I haven't. I I used some spray paint and like it, it. I don't know. It didn't go on right, so now I don't know what to do. <laughs> you gotta put that white primer on it and then go from there. <laughs> it well, it is a primer, but I feel like it didn't prime right. I don't know. To one in doubt, paintbrush. Well, listeners, those are our little gunpla lists. Why don't you give us your own? What's next on the schedule for you as far as buying suits to maybe kit bash, or maybe there's models that you just want to make out of the box and get them as close as you can to how they appeared in a, a manga or an anime series? Let us know in the comments below. Yeah, and if you have any ideas for any of Isaac's uh, crazy Xeon, you know, uh, <laughs> projects in terms of shoulder pads, you know, foot armor, uh, spike arrangements, you know, send them his way because uh, he's going to need it. <laughs> Comment below how long and thick the sniper rifle should be. <laughs> yeah, you should call it the sniper magnum. Maybe, maybe like the pilot would have like a sense of humor and he put like tiny on like he'll stencil tiny on like the side of the gun or something like that or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, maybe that could be the, the gun. The gun would have its own, the gun would have its own name. Like maybe it needs its own generator too. There's its own Manowski generator in the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so send those ideas in. We are uh, looking forward to hearing them and we want to, we want to know what you're doing too. So don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Take care, everybody.